Sometimes it can feel like food has an emotional control over you. Well, it's time to show your food who's boss with Noom. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your weekly host, Monday through Friday. Mr. Brian Entrick, you can find me on Twitter at BD Entrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Hope you guys had a great weekend, holiday weekend with your friends, families, whatever you did. I don't I don't know if you celebrate the holiday or whatever. Hope you guys had a great time. Weather's getting a little better out there. Obviously still a little wet on the East Coast, but all in all, good stuff all around. We have plenty of action on the diamond. So I'm going to cut straight to the chase here. Let's talk about some baseball. Some of your recent news and notes from Sunday's action here. O'Neill Cruz goes onto the IL with a fractured ankle, a collision at the plate, then a brawl broke out, which is wild. But uh, he was in serious pain, fractured ankle. That's usually a couple months. There's no timetable released at the point of this recording. We'll probably get more information solid throughout sometime on Monday. But uh, he's going to go out for quite some time, which in certain formats, that's a drop, folks, unless you have like IL spots where you can stash. Otherwise, that's a drop, and that's a shame. Want to see a young kid make it happen. When O'Neill Cruz came out, Ji Juan Bay came into the game and played second base, and an awful Castro moved from second base to shortstop. Something to monitor. Maybe they have other options in the minors that they can bring up. They do have some nice prospects around the corner, so maybe they jump the gun a little early and bring them up. We shall see, but shame to see one of the st- uh, stud young ball players in baseball going to miss a lot of time this season. Andres Munoz, he has the IL with a deltoid strain. That seems painful, not fun. And he's had some uh, lowered velocity in a couple of early outings, and that could obviously involve a deltoid strain. So something to monitor there. They're saying 15-day IL, which they do for pitchers. Might be a little longer. Maybe it's a minor thing and can uh, rehab and get back. We'll see. But Matt Festa was recalled. Don't worry much about him. The guy that might be worth watching in a very good Mariners bullpen, like they still have Paul Seawald back there, is watch for Matt Brash. He might walk into the Andres Munoz situation and that can be quite a, quite appetizing. Remember, Brash last year started the season as a starting pitcher and was great until he wasn't. But then he came back in the bullpen in the second half of the season and was electric. He utilized two pitches, occasional third, uh, ramped up the gas. It was it was really great to see there with Matt Brash. So he could step into that Andres Munoz role and maybe sneak a save or two, if not some holds leagues guys could get some big love there. So keep an eye on Matt Brash with Andres Munoz on the IL. The Padres placed David Dahl on the IL. Brandon Dixon got recalled, just minor Moves there, nothing too fantasy relevant. Zach Davies went on the IL over the weekend. Everyone's like, oh, it's Brendan Fat Time. It's Brendan Fat Time. And people even hit me up on Twitter. I said, hey, I look at Dre Jamison, folks. Dre Jamison, uh, there's some very smart people that watch the D-backs. They kept him in the bullpen. They kept him in long relief to keep him extended. And on Sunday, they announced Dre Jamison is joining the editors in the Diamondbacks rotation. Every once in a while, I get one right, folks. You'd be surprised. So um, Dre Jamison comes to the rotation. He was really good. Uh, last year and a couple starts to finish the season. He's been pretty solid in long relief. I'm a big Dre Jamison fan. I added him on the waiver wire on Sunday evening in a couple leagues. So um, I'm willing to see what the kid has. 
and uh, go from there. He's going to have hiccups. He's a young ball player, but um, all young players struggle. But I think he's got the pedigree that can make it happen. And the bright side with him, and unlike some of these other young pitchers, is Dre has had a chance. He's he's actually faced major league pitch like hitting and whatnot. He's he's done the gamut. He's he's had a few rounds on the mound. So I like Dre Jamison as a, as a, a speculative ad uh, and see where things go in his first few starts. Starling Marte was removed from Sunday's game with a neck strain. He's day-to-day. We'll have to kind of wait and monitor that situation and see where it goes. It would be a shame. He was playing pretty well, so uh, we'll see where it goes. But we all, The thing is, if you look at Starling Marte's career, he's got an IL stint or two every season. So just kind of sit, watch, see what happens. Uh, Joe Musgrove, this one's kind of a bummer because I drafted Joe Musgrove late in a lot of leagues, and I was stashing for you know a mid-April return. Well, he tweaked his shoulder in his last rehab start. Nothing too serious. They said it's just going to push his next rehab start back a day or two, which means pushes his return back a day or two. So now we're probably looking at maybe the 21st, 22nd, around there of April. We'll see how things keep going with Joe Musgrove. Adam Duvall left Sunday's game with a wrist injury, and this could be a bad one to keep monitoring on Monday as well. He made a diving catch on the outfield, but was in serious pain when he got up. And it was the uh, the left wrist where he dove, obviously, if you're a right-handed thrower. I'm a lefty, but I can still do the math on this one. And he left the game, and that's a shame because he was mashing baseballs. So we'll see how this plays out. This could mean Jaron Duran gets recalled, and we get some uh, another like round twelve of Jaron Duran. Can he be the prospect we hoped he was? Or maybe they they, they you know Enrique Hernandez plays out there full time, and they grab another middle infielder from somewhere. Who knows? But something to monitor in Boston because this could be one where the Vol might be out for a bit. So keep an eye on that. Um, the other guys that could, if if Duran doesn't get called, Rob Ref Snyder and Rymel Tapia would be in line for probably at least a platoon, if not one of them gaining some serious action. Helio Ramos of the San Francisco Giants, once one of the highly touted prospects, uh, has not looked good in his few cups of coffee he's had. He was recalled on Sunday, which was very much of a surprise to me. Hit eighth. Uh, they're going to give him some run, it looks like, because they're not happy with a lot of the injuries slash other options uh, in the outfielder. So they're going to attempt to give Helio some run. I am not running to the waiver wire. I'd run to the waiver wire and click the watch button. I would not click the add button right away. Let's see what Helio Ramos can do. And then um, that should do it for most. Like Jose Siri went on the 10 day aisle, but uh, Mr. Crumpler talked about that over the weekend. Just a bummer. I just wanted to bring it up because the reason I want to bring it up, I'm a big Josh Lowe fan. I've talked about Josh Lowe on this show and other things. I'm just concerned. It's more of a platoon situation because Manny Margot was getting the first starts against right-handed pitching, which he usually didn't. So Margot could be the benefactor here, and then Josh Lowe and some other guys rotate in another outfield spot. We'll have to wait and see. But it is a bummer to see Jose Siri hit the IL. Let's talk about some of the hitting highlights on Sunday Funday here. Matt Chapman. This is what we've been waiting for for so, so long. I know it's only like six, seven games, but let's love it while we can. Three for five with a home run, two runs, five RBIs, a walk, and a stolen base for Chapman. That's his first stolen base of the season. On the season, Matty Chapman's hitting 475 with two home runs, seven doubles. He's smoking it, folks. Seven runs scored and 14 RBIs to go with that one stolen base. So 14 ribeyes, seven doubles, hitting 475. Obviously, the batting average will not sustain for Matt Chapman, but he's always been a guy that hits the ball extremely hard. And we've seen that 30-plus home run power is a legit option there. And uh, if he turns a couple of those doubles into homers, we could be like talking four or five homers and like four doubles. That would be awesome. So Chapman doing things early. Aaron Judge, three for four with two home runs. The judge was in session twice. Th- uh, three runs scored and two RBI, so solo shots. So they probably didn't pitch to him with runners on base. 
just want to mention because it's just fun to see what Judge does. I was actually slightly disappointed when I saw this. His two home runs, 103 miles an hour and 105.6 miles per hour exit velocities. You expect more from Judge. Those are still outstanding. I would take those in two seconds. But um, I just well, it's just fun to see what Judge can do. He now has four home runs on the season. So some might think it was a slow start, but it's amazing what a guy like that can do because he can hit two home runs in any game at any given moment. And he's right back up there to four home runs, and we're good to go. Garrett Cooper, one of my favorite late-round targets in draft season and currently on the waiver wires. Two for five with a home run, a double, two runs scored, and two RBIs. Coop's now hitting 324 with three home runs on the season. It's a guy that has shown really solid hit tools throughout his entire career. Great quality of contact metrics, the, the, the uh, exit velocities, the hard hit rates, the barrel rates. The thing with Coop is just health. He, he just can't stay healthy for a full season. When he's on the field, plays great. So far, he's healthy. Rock and roll. Let's see what Coop Dog can do. For more details on the day's top hitters, check out the Daily Batters Box article. Let's head to the mound, folks. Talk some starting pitcher here. And there's a bunch of them. I only talked about three because the one, the only Nick Pollock will cover all of them. But there were some great pitching performances on Sunday, which is weird to say is how bad pitching has been this season. But Hunter Brown, what a bounce back. Seven innings pitch, no earn, two hits, two walks, seven strikeouts for the young righty for Houston with 14 whiffs, 29% CSW on 97 pitches. Man, Houston loves to let these boys go. I like to see it. And it's a big bounce back, like I said, for Brown, who had his first start, four and two-thirds, six hits, four earned, three walks, 5K. All those Clark Schmidt managers were like, where was this your second start, Clark? Clark, are you Clark Griswold or Clark Schmidt? Let's go, kid. Come on. So that's the fun there. Hunter Brown really uh, really bouncing back nicely in Houston. The the baby rays are absolutely electric. Um, you know, their pitching staff, their offense, they're undefeated this season. They're just doing everything right. And that continued on Sunday with Drew Rasmussen. Seven innings, no word, one walk, or one hit, zero walks, eight strikeouts. He had 13 whiffs with a wonderful 37% CSW on only 83 pitches. Rasmussen is crazy so far this year. Like Springs is awesome. Jeffrey Springs is great. Rasmussen, 2-0 and on the season, so two wins in both starts. He's gone 13 innings pitched, three total hits, zero earned runs, zero walks, 15 strikeouts. That is pretty, pretty, pretty good, folks. Chris Bubich, this is the fun one. If you're checking out Twitter on Sunday night, it's a fabapalooza for Chris Bubich out there. You know, there's reports after his first start that, like, hey, he's you know, got some mechanic changes, some, you know, pitch mix philosophy changes, whatever you want to call it. Velocity's up. There's a lot of things that are looking positive, but you got to take a step back for two seconds and go, this is Chris Bubich, who we've dealt with over and over again in these weird scenarios. Well, he dealt. It was against my Giants, who I've said are like Jekyll and Hyde. They either just hit everything or they don't hit anything at all. Bubich went six innings, zero earned, two hits, no walks, nine strikeouts against the old Gigantes there with 19 whiffs and a 43% CSW and only 76 pitches. That's filthy. That is not safe for work, folks. That is an outstanding line by Chris Bubich. And now he's got 11 innings pitch, two earned, one walk, 13 Ks on the season. So he was okay in his first start, really dominated in the second start. We'll see where things go from there. Make sure to tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast by Nick with Nick Pollock and to read his daily SP roundup to get caught up on all the starting pitching action. All right, let's go to the bullpen now on this one. David Bednar picked up his fourth save. Pierce Johnson for your Rockies. And Clay Holmes, they each picked up their third save. Jordan Romano on the flip side, who we usually trust time and time again, he blew his first save of the season. But the Jays came back. They won in, in the 10th. Tim Mesa picks up the save. All right, make sure to read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com for more information on all your bullpen fantasy needs. 
All right, before we get talking about Monday's action, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Eating is an emotional experience, which is why managing your weight needs to be a psychological one. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Start taking control of your weight management and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. All right, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening. Once again, the First Pitch Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at BDNTrick. I'll be with you guys Monday through Friday. Real quick here, let's take a look at the weather with the one, the only, Mark Paquette. Thanks, Brian. Well, looking at today, brand new week, same old story. Very little in the way of weather concern. So this is rather unusual for this time of year. We've had a bunch. Besides the Thursday last week where we had a bunch of postponements, we haven't had any. So... We can just count our lucky blessings and go forward from there. Back to you. Thanks, Mark. We appreciate you, as always, bringing the good weather details for us. Here, let's talk some DFS targets on your Monday, April 10th. In the hitting department, anytime Patrick Corbin takes the mound is a great time to stack some bats. And it's the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Mikey Trout, baby. He's going to be expensive. He's going to be worth it. You got Trout. You got Otani. uh, um, Redone's back. You got a lot of nice options on that roster. So uh, the Angels can be a fun one for you on Monday night. And then I'm going to go with Seattle versus Drew Smiley. Smiley was horrific in his first start. Don't mind some Seattle bats, especially versus lefties. Like Ty France loves him. Antonio Suarez, obviously J-Rod, much more there. And then you got Coors Field, which is an interesting match with, with Ramon Marquez. Um, but I still like me some, uh, some Coors Field whenever you can get some Coors Field. On the mound, though, Luis Castillo, great in his first start against the Chicago Cubs and Wrigley. So definitely one I want to see, you know, old stomping grounds in the old NL Central for Luis Castillo. Julio Urias taking on the Gigantes in San Francisco. I expect some big things from Urias in this start. If Bubich just did that to the Giants, you know, it, baseball's baseball. Anything can change, obviously. But, yeah, give me give me some Julio by the bay. And then Zach Gallon had a rough first start. I want to see a bounce back from him. We have high expectations for Zach because he's earned him. He's been very good. 
It's going to be at home, nice pitcher, pitcher environment. Taking on the Milwaukee Brewers, a team that I love offensively, especially for fantasy. But when you got a guy like Gallon looking for a bounce back in a great ballpark, I will uh, see where the, the night takes us. All right, a few other things I am looking forward to on your Monday here. I'm going to be a little biased. Giants-Dodgers rivalry, everybody. Like, as simple as I know the Dodgers are so much better than the Giants. I'm very clued into that. Obviously, I don't need Captain Obvious people tweeting at me here. I'm still down for it. I've been a Giants fan since I could barely walk. So, like, that's that was when rivalries really counted. So, I, I've still got a little bit up there. So, looking forward to that. I want to see Mad Max versus the Padres for two reasons. Mad Max has struggled early on here. He's been giving up the long ball, but he's not doing the other. Thing. He's always giving up the solo shots, but he's usually gets you a bunch of strikeouts and still goes deep in the games. He's not doing that in his early start. And he takes on the Padres, which makes it really fun. Great offense. Just de- destroyed Dylan Dodd and company on Sunday Night Baseball in Atlanta. And now you got them headed into New York. It's, you know, it's a short trip from Atlanta to, 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 to New York there. So I'm really looking forward to seeing Mad Max versus a very, very talented offense in the San Diego Padres. And then I mentioned Zach Gallon already in the DFS. I want to see if he can bounce back. And I want to see if you Darvish, who had massive control issues in his first start, you know, not a ton of strikeouts, a few too many walks. He managed to get through it and, you know, limit the damage. But he wasn't that dominating you Darvish we've, we've grown to love, especially in a fantasy circle. So I'm really looking forward to seeing if those guys can bounce back. There's a lot of good pitchers. It's like it's not ace night like we get to talk about where it's all of the aces. There's a lot of like good close to aces, if not aces, like a lot of one Bs and two A type pitchers out there with, you know, your your Scherzers and company. But some definitely good options on the diamond. All right, everybody. That'll wrap us up on your first pitch podcast for your Monday, April 10th. Again, make sure you check out PitcherList.com. Become a member at PL Plus. Join the Discord. It's awesome in there. You can only join the Discord if you join PL Plus. Plus, you get all the great tools, the optimizers, the projections, all that great stuff. There's tons of great articles every day, free and premium, over at PitcherList.com. Highly recommend checking it out. All the great podcasts and much, much more. But again, that'll do it here on the First Pitch Podcast for Monday. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at BDNTREK, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. And until next time, this was it i'm out of here this has been the first pitch podcast brought to you by pitcherlist.com if you enjoyed today's episode rate us on itunes follow us on twitter at pitcherlist and help support what we do by joining our discord with pitcherlist plus at pitcherlist.com slash plus